Yo, 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 we are back with another Grizz Culture Podcast hosted by me, Mr. C. Micah, and uh, our brother, my brother MKJ and my brother JB. Both of them are not with us tonight, so it is just me coming off the heels of another big win by the Memphis Grizzlies. This game, we really took care of business against the Dallas Mavericks. We actually played them two games in a row. We won on Saturday as well as today. Today's show, we will be getting into recapping this game uh, from tonight as well as the game from Saturday, and then we get into a little update from John Morant. But before we get into all that, please do what you see on the screen. Go ahead and hit that like button, and while you like, and go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you can keep up from the latest stuff we have from the Grizz Culture Podcast you know what I mean So you keep in touch with us man Stay locked You know what I'm saying Stay locked in with us Alright man Without further ado Let's get into it On Saturday night The Grizzlies played the Denver uh, Not the Denver Nuggets My bad Played the Dallas Mavericks And like I said before uh, It was a very uh, ugly game So to speak It seemed like the Grizzlies Were going to take care of them In the first half uh, We had The score was 60-57 to 57, I believe At halftime and we didn't pull away too far, but I think we had got up by 10, as up by many as 10 in the first half. But uh, we closed the first first half up three points. Seemed like everything will be good without a challenge. Second half, it was something different, man. Third quarter, Dallas scores 33. They beat us 33 to 21. They started hitting threes. Uh, they, they couldn't do nothing with uh, a couple of players on that team, including... Mr. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr., who seems to always kill the Memphis Grizzlies, no matter who he played for, because when he played for the uh, New York Knicks, he was still busting our tail. Every, it, I don't understand it, but he is a Grizz killer that, along the lines of C.J. McCullough and you know some other players that always just seem to kill the Grizzlies. Anyway, he really got to going. We wasn't able to really deal with uh, guarding the three, and you know Dallas shoots three, so they got the three ball to going in the third quarter, and uh, you know they had the lead uh the fourth quarter we had something that we have not seen before in this season and it was the introduction to introduction of the nba to mr big body roddy roddy started hooping hooping not just hooping he started hooping hooping matter of fact i guarantee we probably would have lost that game without roddy roddy scores a whopping 17 points in the fourth quarter and we are a team that is terrible in the fourth quarter we have been terrible for in the fourth quarter all year even when job Morant has been with us even when stephen adams was with with us we've been terrible in the fourth quarter but surprisingly we had a very good run in the fourth quarter it was all because of david roddy also is because david roddy was playing the four and not the three uh, another thing that came from that game was Jaron Jackson had a bad game. He did not score well. He looked out of sync. You know, I don't know if it's something uh, with playing the Mavericks or something, but he looked pretty much out of sync. He never got to going. And as usual, uh, they wouldn't give him the ball in the post a lot. He got in foul trouble as usual, and, you know, he was out of the game. But Roddy, he came in. He was hitting threes. He was getting steals. He turned the game. He flipped the game. I believe we was down 11 in the fourth quarter, and uh, Roddy came in and flipped that whole game. We ended up winning. Uh, one. We ended up winning 112 to 108. And uh, man, all because of Roddy, man. The world was introduced to David Roddy, and that was a good win. I really thought we was gonna lose that. I wasn't really proud of the win, but I was glad Roddy got to going because without him, we would have lost that game. On to the game tonight. Now tonight, uh, it was a different story, man. First court, first half was uh, as I get my notes up. Give me one second. Yeah, first half here was back and forth for the first 
uh, Mr. Hardy for the for that team, man. He really got to go on from the very get go. I believe. Uh, let me see how many points he had in the first uh, in the first quarter. Let me see here. Uh, Jaden Hardy had he ended with twenty eight points. You know what I'm saying? Like, why? Who is this guy? <laughs> he is a hooper, obviously, and he hoops against the Grizzlies, man. Both two games in a row, he he was getting buckets. Yeah, so he ended with 23, uh, 28 points. Uh, trying to see it per. Trying to uh, see if I can get it per uh, per quarter. I don't have it yet, but yeah, he ended with uh, twenty eight points, man. He he really was getting buckets on us. Uh, first quarter, uh, we lead the, we lead the first quarter. We end up winning the quarter twenty nine to twenty five. But in the second quarter, we kind of slack up, man. Uh, one of the things that messed us up was uh, Jaron getting in foul trouble. He had two quick fouls in the first quarter, man, and then he had to sit mainly throughout the second quarter. He never really got in the rhythm even at the half. And we end the half down one point, uh, 50 to 49. We had uh, too many turnovers, man. We had, uh, let me see how many turnovers we had in the first half. Yeah, we had too many team turnovers. I believe we had like seven to eight turnovers, man. And it was a, it was a bad look, man. Uh, we had to do better. We had to do a lot better. They were kind of getting, and, and it really wasn't, it really wasn't about them turning us over more so than us just being careless with the ball, being in the wrong spot. Just some just some real goofy, <laughs> real goofy type stuff. Anyway, uh, we get to the second half, and uh, that's when things kind of change for us. Second half starts. We run out to a quick 8-0 start, 8-0 run to start. Bain is very active, and Jane scores in – I mean, Jane. And Jaren so, scores in the post real quick. The Mavs called the first time out. We came out motivated in the second half. Uh Still good minutes for Roddy, man. Roddy had some good minutes in the first half as well. Uh, he's he's looking very poised. He's hitting, knocking down threes, going to the hole. He's looking like he's really finding his stride, as well as the last game, you know, where he had his big outburst. He had 24 in the last game, 17 in the fourth quarter, which is ridiculous, you know, for a rookie. Uh, and he, he was getting some second. Then we also started getting some second chance points. That was hurting us in the first half, too. Too many second chance points from Dallas. And Dallas is not even a great a rebounding team but they were against us we got that together we started getting second chance point points we was up nine with about a minute 51 left in the third Grizz close a quarter up 14 we got to rolling hit a few threes bane is still rolling and uh it was good fourth quarter comes and we got up we got to going quick in the paint and a couple of kick out threes and early in the fourth quarter we blow the lead up to 21 and that was it sayonara game over what I'm very, very happy about in this game is that we did, we showed some poise on the road. We got a good work, road win. And the next thing, man, like I really, really like, dog, is like, man, we we actually won on national TV. We always seem to look bad. Well, one of the bad things that, that happened in this game is Jaron never got going. He was in foul trouble. He looked he looked just off. He looked like a rookie out there. Not full rookie, but he just looked out of sync. And and maybe it was something that uh, Dallas was doing because he did that two games in a row. We'll see what happens when we play the Heat on Wednesday, and we'll see uh, how he plays. I think it may be like a matchup type thing for Dallas. If Dallas wasn't even that big. They, like, uh, if I didn't say, they were missing Luka and Kyrie. So we should have won that game. I didn't expect a blowout. I think Dallas was actually uh, favored by two to win this game, or maybe about four when they thought Kyrie was going to play, then they probably switched. So I really, really think uh, I'm glad that we won this game, and, and, and it's good that we won the game, but uh, 
the negative thing is like Jaron. Jaron was really not playing well. That was the big negative. Dylan shot a lot of shots, but he also hit a few threes. So that's good for Dylan. Uh, I think he shot a little bit too much, but it didn't kill us. Obviously, his defense was pretty good, man. That guy Hardy for that team, man, for the uh, Dallas, he's very good. Hardy and Green, Josh Green, also did play very well. He had a... Uh, he had 23 points. Uh, Hardy had, uh, let me see how many points Hardy had for them tonight. Give me one second as I look this up. Box score. Uh, Hardy had, let's see how much Jaden Hardy tonight. Jalen Hardy had 28. You know what I'm saying? Like, so he's getting buckets, man. Jalen Hardy had 28. Josh Green had 23. Nobody else really got buckets like that, including, including Tim Hardaway Jr., which I am so happy about because I said earlier he is the biggest Grizz killer, man. Uh, the Grizzlies are looking a little bit better, man. One thing I want to be here on this channel, man, is want to be an optimistic Grizz fan. I don't want to be, uh, I don't want to be one of these fans that's not smartly optimistic. But I want to be optimistic, man. I think there is so much, and this is a little aside from just the game itself. I think for Grizzlies coverage, there is so much negative Nancys. I ain't gonna say negative Nancys, just really pessimistic people in general. But these are the people that's covering the Grizzlies. So they look through er they look at everything that happens with us through an eye of pessimism, pessimism, right? And I don't think it should be like that. Although we're missing Ja, although we're missing Brandon Clark, although we're missing uh, Stephen Adams, this is still a very good team, as we've proven. We're right now on a three-game win streak. So the season is not over. Uh, we got 41 wins. We're back in the two spot. Uh Kings are playing the Bucks tonight. Hopefully, the Bucks can do us a solid and go on and win for us. There's a lot to be positive about. Look, this may not be our year to win a championship, but this is a year to get better. This is a time for these role players to get better. Bain has not stepped into his full potential yet, but he's playing good. I mean, tonight, I believe he had uh, Desmond Bain 23 points. You know, that's very good. For us, our leading scorers, uh, Desmond Bain and Dylan Brooks, Desmond had 23. Dylan had 19. Santi off the bench with 10. That's great. Tyus Jones with 13. And David Roddy, again, again, another solid game. 19 points off the bench. You know what I mean? Uh, so that's all positive, man. So I think we need to be positive as a fan base, man. Be positive with what we got going on. Yes, we may not win the chip this year. Yes, Ja may not come back till right before the playoffs. But look, we need this man to be fully healthy. And that, that kind of leads me into my last point for this uh, podcast. Ja Morant update. Here's the update with Ja Morant. They say Ja Morant has checked himself into a counseling facility in Florida. Uh, they did not specify. This came from Adrian Wojnarowski, uh, and they also talked about it during the uh, right before the uh, Golden State and um, Phoenix game that came on afterwards. They also uh, talked about it. Uh, Malika Andrews and uh, Abumake, Miss Abumake, talked about that. Um, my thoughts on this is this, man. Whatever y'all got to do to get right, get right, bro. Get right. Don't rush coming back. I, I am a fan. I want to win a championship, but I want y'all to get the championship uh, in his right mind. You know what I'm saying? I want I, I, this dude is so talented. What's so crazy about this is this dude is clubbing and out in the, you know, out in these streets all over the country, all the time, and still dropping all these points. What he gonna be when he be focused, dog? This dude gonna be a big problem when he is focused, man. And uh, I just really want him to get focused, man. I want him to get right. I want him to get the help he needs. I don't want to take lightly him saying that you know he got to find better ways to deal with this stress. 
You know, a lot of people will be like, man, dog, you got 190 million coming and you got endorsements and all that. You know, what stress do you have? He's 23 years old and he's the uh, breadwinner for his whole family, all his friends, for a community. Uh, that could be pressure, you know, because he don't get just to be. <clears throat> excuse me. He don't get to be just a 23 year old kid. Just have fun, do what he want to do. He don't get to have the normal mistakes that other 23 year old kids have because he's a superstar he's supposed to be a role model he is a brand ambassador for power aid and, and and uh nike and all these other people so he don't get to just be be free i think the best advice i heard for john morant is this man i heard it from uh Pac-Man jones he was on chris vernon's show and he said look man bring the party to your house and check in cameras <laughs> check in phones at the door and do whatever you need to do all your kicking and whatever you would do at the club at your house and then you get that guarantees nobody knows about it it's your business it's in the comfort of your house like i think that's a good idea man because i think it's fools go well not fools go i think it's a fool's errand to think that a 23 year old man not gonna go out come on bro like he's gonna go out he's gonna have fun the balance that the, the thing is is how much does he balance that with his work ethic right you know, uh, I, I've heard a lot of articles that people talking about that he's not extremely close with the team. He got his boys. Hopefully, throughout this whole uh, away from the team thing slash AKA suspension, he's he gets all that together. My boy, my guy, need to be with his team. Need to be locked in with the team. I hear he's been texting the guys every game and every win. But uh, when he come back, he need to be a new dude. And unfortunately, Ja, you got to grow up. Uh, one more thing I want to say about this John Morant thing before uh, we get up out of here, man. Uh, in a lot of ways, shame on the media. You know what I mean? Like some new pictures released on him, released of him in the in the strip club, getting a lap dance with money out. I mean, uh, I am pro John Morant. Dog, what did you expect? That's what people do in the strip club. Even people that's not rich as him get lap dances and throw money all over the place. That's what happens at the strip club. And, uh, one thing I think we have to remember about this is that he this too will pass for Ja and the Grizzlies. And uh, at the end of the day, he broke no laws. I am not pro what he did, you know, flashing a gun. But at the end of the day, he broke no laws. I'm not uh, pro strip club in every single night. But at the end of the day, my guy didn't break no laws. And we got to remember that as the media and uh uh, the New York Post and places, the New York Post and TMZ trying to drum up stuff because it getting a lot of clicks. Uh, we have to remember he didn't break no laws. And at the end of the day, he's going to be back on the court. And when he get back on the court, we get the winner. It shuts everybody up. That's all we got to do. So, hey, Ja from uh, the Grizz Culture Podcast, man, get right, come back, and let's try to win a chip, my guy. Uh, last thing, man, this – this uh. Back to basketball right quick in this game, man. This Luke Kennard thing is not working so well as we thought, man. David Roddy is the best sub off the bench right now. Like, he's the super sub. But I think that uh, Luke Kennard, he lacks athleticism. I said this in another pod, but I, I think it bears being said again. He lacks athleticism, and it's hard for him to get a shot off. I believe Luke Kennard only had, let's see, did he even hit a three tonight? Luke Kennard had two points. He didn't even hit a three tonight. You know what I mean? Like that's that's not a that's not a good look. That's what he's brought there for. And I think he's the type of guy that needs screens ran for him and uh uh plays ran for him to get open. He can't get it open off his 
off of his own. So I think his lifetime here at the Grizzlies may not be that long. <laughs> not because he's bad, but I think they need more dynamic players, and you're starting to even see it uh, with the Grizzlies. You know why they rolling with Roddy so much? Because he can do more than shoot. He shoots threes, but he plays defense. He can run a pick and roll. He can pass a little bit. He's a more all-around player. But uh, we could deal with him for the rest of the year. I think they may have to toss him in the trade over the summer, man, because we need uh, more dynamic players. You know, but uh, with that being said, man, it was a great win, man. I'm happy for the Grizz. I'm happy we got a good win on national TV. Excuse me. I'm very happy that we blew somebody out on national TV. The only negative I had, like I say, is really Jaron had a bad game, and uh, he was basically made to be in ineffective the whole game. Other than that, man, it was a great game. Roll Grizzly roll, man. We uh, 15 games above 500. Got 41 wins. Uh, and Denver lost a couple of games. We may not catch them, man. We're trying to get this separation from the Kings, man. So, with that being said, man, uh, appreciate everybody listening, man. We'll be back soon, probably Wednesday night after the uh, after the Miami Heat game. We will be back. So, we got Wednesday, Miami Heat, then Friday. I forgot who we have here. Uh, I forget how we playing Friday, but I know Saturday we got Golden State again. Hopefully, we'll get a win with that, man. So, this will be a good game, man, and uh, we'll be glad to be back. I'm sorry, man. I got distracted. I saw Clay Thompson got thrown out, you know, so mm, good for him. <laughs> not a huge uh, not a huge Golden State fan, as, as you may presume, being a Grizzly fan. But anyway, man, yeah, uh, we're going to be out, man. We'll see y'all next time, man. Once again, before we leave, please hit that like like button and subscribe, man, so we can keep up with what we're doing here with the Grizz Culture Podcast. Uh for MKJ and for uh, J my boy JB, I'm C. Micah, man. We'll see y'all next time, man. Thank y'all for listening. Grizz Coaching.